Hello, beloved. Welcome to the Christ Mine podcast with your host, AD Rose, aka Lexi, where we come together to shape our minds to become more like Christ. Wait, does this sound good? Hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. Okay, I think this sounds good. <coughs> oh, sorry. That was all up in your ear, I realized. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome. Welcome to the Christ in Mind podcast. I'm so excited to be back with you for another episode. Um, I can't wait to talk about this. I am so excited that I even decided to re-record this episode because I just did not feel like that's what Jesus wanted me to say about it. I mean, it was everything right. Like, it was everything good and, like, nothing bad. I didn't, like, blast, like, I didn't say his name in, like, in a wrong way. But I just feel like it wouldn't, it didn't have my heart in it. It just had more of my thoughts and, like, more of just, like, the lessons not more of like this is who he is because like how you're supposed to express jesus like to get more people to love jesus is to also express like your testimony and and like you express that as well like your testimony not just through words but through the, the way you say it and i just feel like the way that i was thinking because i it's the same day the way I was thinking earlier was just so like into my flesh that I just wasn't I wasn't in it so I really wish I would have brought my water I'm really regretting that right now but um yeah um before I start I want to first go over some things that I forgot is one it it has okay I realized at the time I couldn't have known but I should have mentioned it because you would have gotten it earlier than this video this episode um is that it was um my first month anniversary on the 3rd of february <laughs> yay yay me yay me and that's like oh yeah whatever to like most people but to me that is a very amazing thing to me because i don't really care about like in the sense like the outward um process of it of like oh like meeting a big huge audience like my whole thing was like I just wanted to show God and my whole thing is I've just been wanting to show God like I'm trying and I'm about it I want to be about it when you said in my heart put a podcast do a podcast I'm doing the podcast and I'm staying consistent and I'm gonna do my part and when you told me to make a youtube channel i'm making a youtube channel i'm now doing my part i lagged first i should you showed me how that's wrong i'm trying to do it now you're telling me to write a book i'm writing a book you're telling me to do this i'm doing this and and so like i and even though like in the beginning he told me this too before before like this season has happened it's like none of the stuff is gonna just get hit with you like you're gonna just see like this is you're not gonna see immediate response and you're not going to um you're gonna have to be patient and you're gonna have to i just feel like i have 
some time to I have to prove myself to him because I have been and I'm going to be very transparent disobedient um with him in the sense of really trusting him and showing him I just when I'm like in my anxiety or depressed like oh boy I don't care about nothing in the sense of myself or my duties or what and I just get myself just just trapped and I was in a season of that for a long time and when I was around his people like it bled in but it didn't bleed in too much to where it was as noticeable to where like if you saw me by myself I look like a completely different person I look like a death I look like death like walking you know and then around people like I could get myself alive enough to like play the show and then go back to looking being death again and so I'm getting myself out of that and becoming alive in Jesus again and and who he is and I'm just so grateful for his grace and mercy and I'll probably have went in more in depth to that last episode because I'm starting a segment called um unveiled and I'm going to be posting every other Thursday where I step out of the teaching position and enter into the no position I'm just letting myself and my heart speak and showing you how this walk with Christ is a wild walk and a wild ride and not just teaching you about it but just speaking from the experiences I'm going to the failures and this um the accomplishments and yeah and I can't wait to really dive into that because I get I feel like when I'm in the series like I can't like draw way too much off of the topics that I'm going over because then that just messes up the rhythm and I want to make sure that we stay on topic that that what you clicked on to get that's what you're getting and not nothing more and sometimes because it's a teaching that can like it doesn't become so um personal and um by make by doing unveiled every other thursday that's my way of making the podcast more personal so you can also just hear my own walk and journey and experiences um but yeah so there was an anniversary happy um valentine's because i didn't say that last one because i don't know why i was so excited i was like oh yes i'm gonna be talking about god he is the adventure the source the life of love i'm gonna be so excited and then didn't even mention it so happy late valentine's day i hope you had a good valentine's and not just with your spouse or your partner but like with yourself with jesus because again he is the source of life like we worldly think of of valentine's day as a way with being with your significant other and if you're not with somebody like romantically then like you're kind of like a loser and look down upon but uh no like if you don't have a partner um that's just not your time yet so like spend time with the source of love jesus christ and maybe next time just follow that because i forgot to give you that advice prior um uh but yeah and um i really did hope you have a good valentine's day i haven't had a valentine's day yet because right now it's february 5th so i can't tell you how my valentine's went but i hope i really don't know how it's gonna go because um i work on valentine's day i'm a server and it's a mandatory day to work and so i can't actually spend time with my partner um on valentine's day i think we're gonna be celebrating it on this sunday which is the 11th but we don't know what we're gonna do i don't we don't really like care about those things and not in the sense of like oh like because we don't like um 
really like spend time no like we spend time with each other we think like way too much and are like always in that like lovey dovey stage especially recently since we found christ together again um or not really found christ together again just took him more seriously um we just are like in that kind of like lovey dovey stage all the time so like i really don't even feel like and i don't know if he feels obligated to like really take like valentine's like so so seriously because like we're kind of living that all the time which i know is kind of corny but it's really beautiful and amazing because at one point we did have to carve out a day to just be love be all in love instead of just like fighting constantly and now that's like not a thing i mean of course we have our little arguments and stuff but like most of the time it's more love and more best friends so yeah i'm excited for it though hopefully we do something good in god's will and if it's like we don't do i think like also we want to spend i want kind of want to spend time with like fam on sunday so like like with him as well like with our little group but we'll see what he wants to do be yeah we'll see oh maybe we'll go watch a movie anyways so yeah so that was that happy valentine's late valentine's day um happy late anniversary of our first month woohoo love that for us um and also wait 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 wait, wait there's one more thing also i didn't read 13 uh i'm sorry first corinthians thir- chapter 13 um where it talks about love and this was i felt was i should have said so i'm gonna say it now because i take these topics these topics that i'm speaking about very seriously and if i forget something i will say it again in the prior or the next video i mean sorry not the prior, the next video because or the episode because i want to make sure that it gets through to you i don't want to like be like oh dang i didn't say oh well no i want y'all to hear it and i feel like first corinthians 13 is a good way to describe god because it describes love so well and i'm gonna mute you real quick because i was like i did not want to burp on the mic that's like disgusting um anyways i yeah it describes love and of course describing love is describing god and if this the way that it describes love um doesn't correlate the way that you think of love or the way that you you know go about love or perceive love or see god or perceive god or you know think of how god handles you um then you know pray about those things ask god to take that out because these should correlate you should correlate with this love he should be correlating with this right here um about who he is and again, it's going to be in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. If I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would be a nosy gong or a clanging. I don't know how to say it, so I'm just going to spell it C-Y-M-B-A-L. If I had the gifts of prophecy and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, if I had such faith that i could move mountains but didn't love others i would be nothing if i gave everything i have to the poor and even sacrificed my body i could boast about it but if i didn't love others i would have gained nothing love is patient and kind love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude it does not demand its own way it's uh it is not irritable 
It keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. Now our knowledge is partial and incomplete, and even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture. But when the whole time of when the time of perfection comes, these sorry, that sounds weird in my ear. Sorry. Um, but love lasts forever now our knowledge is partial and incomplete and even the gifts of prophecy reveal only part of the whole picture but when the time is of perfection comes but when the time of perfection comes these partial things will become useless when i was a child i spoke and thought and reasoned as a child but when i grew up i put away childish things now we see things imperfectly like puzzling reflections in a mirror but when we see every but with but then we will see everything with perfect clarity all that i know is partial and incomplete but i but then i will know everything completely just as god knows me completely three things will last forever faith hope and love and the greatest of these is love okay love is kind love is patient love is not boastful love doesn't demand its thing god doesn't ever dim because people might be like oh but in a way god does de- demand, uh, demand his way because he says if he doesn't if you don't do these things then like then you won't know well yes he says if you he just tells you truth that doesn't mean he's demanding you that's the whole point of free will he's not ever demanding you nothing now when we're because we're children of him and because he's our father yeah there are times when he does demand us but not in the way of saying like my way or no way well kind of (laughs) kind of he's saying my way or no way but with love you know there's not like evil intention the way that we tend to say that with pride you know like he doesn't have pride when he says it. he says it genuinely like it's my way or no way because any other way than my way is death and i'm so sorry like that's just truth and i don't mean to like say it as a con like a consequence of like punishment and like laugh in your face no i'm saying this because i love you and i don't want you to do wrong and there is wrong and there's these things that you could do that are wrong so don't do them and we are human and we're like but could we though so i thought that was just a really good scripture and i forgot to read that and i as i was going about this i was like oh my goodness i need to take a moment and talk about that because god is love and i want to emphasize that jesus is love the holy spirit is love the holy trinity love 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 let that be the root let that be the foundation of who you base everything off of when it comes to your relationship with jesus love 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 okay so today of course as you saw in the title we're going to be talking about jesus the man of the hour the one we all do this for the one we all model everything after 
the one who gave us life the one who said said i'm going to lower myself and become a slave to human and be human and i am going to sacrifice my whole self for my father's children my children and i'm going to lay everything out and i'm going to take it all for them because i want them to be in heaven i want their relationship with my father to be rekindled i see how they cannot do this on their own and they need me and i'm here and that is amazing he is our friend he is our savior he is the judge the judger he's going to be there at the end not only to play the role of our brother but like the role and our father and you know he's going to judge us and there's going to be a time of the seat of judgment and those things that we're going to go over um so that it all makes sense because it does kind of not make sense to like baby christians because it's like wait okay he's a he's full human but he's fully god he's the son of god but he's also god but what (laughs) just like it doesn't make sense but that's whenever to the human perspective but that's when you need to have a relationship not only with jesus but what we're going to go over next episode the holy spirit because the holy spirit is really showing you jesus and uniting you with jesus and he dwells inside of us and yeah it doesn't make sense without the holy spirit involved because otherwise we're just like in our human self but when we have the holy spirit to intervene on our behalf and on jesus's behalf there's this amazing dialogue that happens between you two that creates an amazing friendship an amazing life with each other because y'all are supposed to be together not separated so let me pray and then let's go in in the name of the father son and the holy spirit our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us for our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil amen hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee blessed are thou amongst women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death amen God, I thank you so much for allowing me to get out of my flesh and do this again. You know how I am trapped with the with the thoughts of just consistently thinking of time and wasting time. And usually if I do something like this and mess up, I tend to like put it on to the next day and, and ignore it. But I made a commitment to you, God, about this, and I made a commitment to you about how I want to be this month, and I do not want to fail you like I failed you so many times prior because I know we're working on in our relationship, we're preparing where my words stand strong, just as I know your words stand strong so so that I can trust you more, Father. And so I just thank you for one, for bringing that to me and bringing me the courage to do this and bringing me the courage to get out of my flesh and to be with your children and and to be with your children because I, I love you. 
and when I fail you, it hurts me and it breaks me and I'm sorry I do it more often than I should and more often than than maybe that I feel like I do good by you and I pray that you just help me and if my brother and sister are going through the same thing, Father, I pray that you just give them mercy and grace and help them feel those feelings that those feelings of just compassion and love that you give to us the holy spirit just enter in and allow them to leave room for that to leave room for the holy spirit to come and speak for you jesus and speak on their behalf because we know when we hear everything in love it's you but when we hear things in shame and rejection and and, and just tauntment it's either ourselves or satan and we don't want that and we flee it in the name of jesus christ and we just pray together we pray as we come to you and we talk about you and i discussed you that i only discuss you in manners that are just good by you and i felt like yes you know the other episode was just so intellectual and not just so personal and i needed to be both and so i asked for you to come in speak move and i love you and i thank you for your children And I pray on their behalf that you just bring them out of anything that is discouraging them, that is making them, that is distracting them, that is making them resentful towards you, Father. In the name of Jesus, amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay. So, in here, I looked up the word Jesus, right? And I had it written down on here. And if you want to break it down, like the word Jesus means is like the transliteration of the Hebrew um, word of, I think it's called Jeshua. Sorry if I don't say that right. Or Joshua, which is God's salvation. And Christ is like Christos, um, which is the Greek equivalent of the Hebrew word Messiah, which is anointed. Um actually that was a really good way of explaining it that's like the def but that's like the definition of the name jesus because jesus has multiple names i mean if you read him in luke i believe like he's referred to as emmanuel i think in other another like gospels like in the story whenever gabriel is telling him um i think he always says emmanuel i believe but then you hear like you see he got, he's getting called jesus and it's like wait or the messiah and you're like wait what like this doesn't make sense and we just have multiple names we have you know god shows us too like he loves his name he loves his names like he doesn't just put one name to us he has multiple ways of going about talking to us and talking about us and so i feel like that's just like a good way to think about that um so we're gonna first talk about jesus as creator so as you know like and there's the holy trinity there's obviously the god the son and the holy spirit but all three were it's three and one and so in order for god to be the creator jesus also had to be to be the creator jesus also had to be there in the beginning of all and this is not just from a theory this is not just out of like conspiracy this is not because like oh we just have to assume that no it literally says that in scripture itself that that's how this is um and i think like yeah it's like whenever you think about god i mean jesus 
you have to think of him because it gets really confusing because you also hear that he is also the son he's also a human being he was a baby he was a toddler he was a teenager he was an adult like he was a human being he was as as fully as he was human he was also fully god fully human fully god not 50 50 100 percent 100 percent to the core and when i explain how he is the human i'll explain the human side of him when we go to jesus as son but jesus as creator i'm explaining the god part and he was there from the beginning god created everything through jesus and it makes sense for you to realize that he is the creator he is god with one that because jesus committed no sin and that only makes sense if he was god that he was pure and that he how he was born was from a virgin conceived by the holy spirit that was that's only god um and that wasn't like again and he mentions himself multiple times he talked when he talks to disciples when he talks to the pharisees he mentions how he was there before and yeah i think he there's um i'm spacing specifically of the exact scripture where he says um i was there before abraham before abraham i am i think he says oh let me see i think i have it in the book right here let me see let me see let me see let me see oh yeah i'm gonna find i'm gonna find it oh yeah Mm, he doesn't oh yeah okay look he says in john chapter 8 57 through 59 verse 57 through 59 you are not yet 50 years old they said to him and you have seen abraham or abraham like it's like an explanation point very truly i tell you jesus answered before abraham was born i am at this they picked up stones to stone him but jesus hid himself and slipped away from the temple ground and the refer- the reason why he says I am it's re- it's reference in Exodus three fourteen, whenever and when Moses it says let me see let me show you. God spoke to Moses through a burning brush bush when Moses humbly asked to know God's name. God said to Moses, "I am who I am," and he said, "This this you shall say to the children of Israel: I am who sent me to you." I am has sent me to you. Exodus 3:14. So when Jesus was saying I am he was also referring to that as well in scripture. That's why that's why immediately the um the Pharisees started stoning him afterwards because they were taught by the Mosaic law that if anyone went to blasph- um um you know god that to stone him immediately and that's what they were that's why they were thinking that what they were doing was right and obviously they were so blinded they weren't realizing that god himself was in front of them but um in let me see let me see let me see 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 in 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 john first one verse sorry 
John chapter 1, verse 1 through 5 says, wait, let me go to it. I didn't put sticky notes, but I want to read you the scripture. So if it takes me a minute, sorry about that. But it says, in the beginning, the word was, sorry, in the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. Whoa. And whenever, and when it says that the beginning and the beginning, uh, the word was already existed like the word that's jesus like john that's john explaining that because the word is jesus christ because i think that's what he says is this what he says yeah because it goes further in when it goes in john 14 so the word became human and made his home among us he was fully of unfailing love and faithfulness and we have seen his glory the glory of the father's one and only son when he says when he referenced the word in the beginning he's referencing jesus which is really really cool because he's telling us that he was there from the very beginning so there's your first type of evidence and second or just i think that was your second your third type of evidence is in first corinthians um 15 through 19 where it says christ is supreme christ is the is the visible image of the invisible god he existed before anything was created is supreme over all creation for through him god created everything in heavenly realm in the heavenly realms and on earth he made the things we can see and the things we can't see such as thrones kingdoms rulers and authorities in the unseen world everything was created through him and for him he existed before anything else he holds all creation together christ is also the head of the church which is the uh which is his body he is the beginning supreme over all who raises who rises the debt from the dead so he is the first in everything for god is is in all his fullness sorry for god in all his fullness was pleased to live in christ and sorry let me go into verse 20 and through him god reconciled everything to himself he made peace with everything in heaven and on earth and by means of christ's blood on the cross this includes you who were once far away from god you were his enemy and separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions yet now he has reconciled you to himself through the death of christ in his physical body as a result he has brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault that's like when you i think that's like that's like in uh sorry i'll explain that in a minute let me go on this is verse 23 but you must continue to believe this truth and stand firm in it don't drift away from the assurance you received from when you heard the good news the good news has been preached all over the world and i paul have been appointed as god's servant to proclaim it wow thanks be to god that is so 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 good so good 
last uh, last episode i didn't read all of it through like that but i did with this one and that is so 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 good I love the way that he also explains like the relationship between God and Christ because that gets confusing. Like there you go. That's that's how that goes. Yes, scripture's so good. Like sometimes I don't even need to go further. Like just repeat. Just go back to that to where I was. Uh, I was at the beginning of verse fifteen, and um, this was a Colossians or Colossians. I don't want to say it right. Sorry. Um, chapter one. So good so good explains it perfectly perfectly hmm. okay so we're gonna move on jesus as son so this is the part where we're going to talk about his human side because as i said he's fully human and fully god and being fully human this is how god is able to be fully human right here he had to be conceived by the holy spirit because remember i told you there's three and one god jesus the son aka the son sorry and then the holy spirit he had to be conceived by the holy spirit through a virgin a 14 to 15 year old virgin named mary so the reason the reason why jesus is able to have flesh and able to roam the earth able to be a little baby and to be a toddler and to be a teenager and to have emotions and to walk the earth he had that was because of mary because she had the flesh part that's why she's he's able to be human and have flesh is because of maddie's flesh his dna fleshly wise is only maddie because he was obviously conceived by the holy spirit there wasn't a male to do that it was only the holy spirit well i mean technically it was a male the holy spirit and mary <laughs> sorry and through that the reason why that because you're like why why that's so weird that's so creepy why because we have a natural rebellion inside of us because of our ancestors adam and eve and well we mainly blame that part on adam like we i mean people say we blame it on eve you know like obviously the apple part and like the sin part but like we blame it on adam because like he's like the original he's the first man and um because he tainted our um our our flood you know our sorry our seed um and now we're always rebellious jesus couldn't come from that that would be odd he would still be rebellious because he would have been from adam you know and so he had to not come from adam he had to completely come from apart from adam so that's why he had to be conceived by the holy spirit and not from another man which because that would have tied him to adam and he cannot be tied to adam he is the second adam the last adam he is coming to he the whole purpose of of jesus was to fix what adam broke and so and also mary she's the second eve she was to fix what eve broke and so that's the roles that they play obviously that go i'll go more into mary so that that doesn't become confusing but with jesus he is this the second the last adam um 
and so yeah so that's why that's like the human part of us but because he is human that's what gives us this wonderful that's why he gives us such wonderful great compassion and mercy not like god didn't have it before and not like because he obviously shows in the old testament resist relentlessly that he very much did have compassion over us and compassion over our heart and you know mercy over us and grace because no matter how many times the israel uh, israel like did him wrong he still did them right and even though he had to send them through periods of the wilderness or dry periods or periods of suffering because he had to discipline them because they weren't doing their part he still gave them grace and mercy and forgiveness and still told them i will just come back just come back even still this till this day he's telling us that they are just he is still having compassion for them um and so he's always had that but that expression you cannot understand someone unless you walk a mile in their shoes is what jesus had to do for us he had to walk a mile in our shoes he had to completely in order to show us how much he understands us he had to become us so that's why he had to become a baby even though obviously when he was a baby like if you think that about that in god's terms like god being a baby like what but like when you think about it like he had to like he had to understand like how helpless that is to be a baby and how crazy it is to be a toddler and how crazy it is to be a teenager and go through all those hormonal changes and how it is to be an adult and yes he didn't experience old age but that's where like in the sense because he passed away like in his i think he was like 34 33 i think he was 33 when he died so he obviously didn't experience like old old age but obviously well we will get to we won't like you old people they understand at that point like well god they don't have to like cry about god not being like 48 or 98 when he died so they can relate to him but um he had to be he had to conform himself to this to this level to our level so that we can understand so we don't use the excuse of like oh you didn't you don't get us you never been us you never been you don't know you never been in our shoes oh yes i have if not worse he says and so um that is why he had to become human and, and how he is the son of jesus i mean of god it was obviously he was conceived from the holy spirit that's how he makes that's how that becomes that's how he becomes god's son and um let me see let me see sorry let me make sure i'm going on track because i'm trying i'm really trying because i really i do not like the way that i continually continuously speak like i mean like read through my notes rather than really like just using them as a preference and so i'm trying to get better at that so i'm sorry if this episode sounds a little bit more crazier i just because i don't like the way i sound like a robot and i want to make sure i just still sound like intellectual but personal and i just don't want to sound again a robot um let me see let me see let me see mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so and the reason why he did what he did is also to show us how much he, we need to rely on him because he did everything so right and perfectly and yet he still had to face an incredibly sad in undeserved death and everything that he did like on this earth we are to model because he did everything so right 
and we had to rely on him and his life and the way that he led his life and the way that he opened his heart and the way that he held himself and held his mind and held his thoughts and held his relationship with Christ, with Jesus, I'm sorry, with God. Because the way that he also holds his relationship with God is to be modeled too because we see that that's how we know that it's not just like that's how we know like it's separate as much it is as much as it is as one because Jesus references God as the father and obviously but he also says to us that he's he is God and that they are one but that is yes it's confusing but it's just to establish the holy trinity and like the differences between the three persons and one God if that makes sense um but yeah, let me do that. Let me do that. Let me do Boom, boom, Oh, I also put in here that because one might say like, because I say that he doesn't. He never committed sin. He never. He never. Uh, he was. He was perfect. But one might can say like, oh, but when he got mad or when he, like, whenever he had like the agony and of like when he just like was so like, so like deep with agony that he began sweating blood and he was even like god if this isn't like kind of like in the long long terms of like do anything but this but if it's in your will let it be done though still but like you know i don't want to do it because that just shows his human humane part like the human side of him but he also got mad he also got angry you know he also got frustrated he also had times of like their sadness and and stuff and one can look at that as sin and like especially when it comes to anger and frustration but god never said emotion was sin it's the reactions that happen to those emotions by those emotions that become sin and that's why he tells you to rely on him when it comes to those emotions and don't and that's why you have to fix your mind on him and hold every thought captive because if you're not holding these thought captives and just allow these thoughts to just go crazy you just allow any thought to go into your heart and if you allow any thought to go in your heart then you have all those bad emotions come up and if you have bad emotions staring up you start reacting badly and so there's just this process that continuously happens and we have to be mindful of it and that's why we have to hold every single thought captive to jesus that's why this whole podcast is dedicated to getting your mind like christ because yes i can get you into your feels and we could talk about our feelings all day but like it's not going to help you if i don't fix your mind you know um but yeah, so emotions are not sin. So when you feel frustrated, when you feel angry, when you feel those things, like he's not telling you like, do not ever feel those things. Heck no. That's what makes you human. That's what makes you great. That's what makes you be able to empathize with people. But do not allow those thoughts to separate you from what God, God's word, God's will, and God's way. Amen. Okay. Obviously, we know that Jesus is son because you're like, why? How do we know that? Um, it's prophesized in the Old Testament in Second Samuel seven fourteen and Isaiah seven fourteen. And also, if you want to read the um uh, the book of Matthew, like as he goes into like, let me show you. Let me see, so I can describe it and make sure that I'm describing it correctly. Um, in Matthew, he likes to. He first goes in to tells you to show you like all the uh, the ancestors of Jesus the Messiah. He uh, with chapter one. He then wait what? Sorry, guys, I tried. He then like every time like he 
like describes like the birth he goes like um all this occurred um to fulfill the lord's message through this prophet and then he goes he um gets a scripture that's from the old testament and and puts it in there he has it in there and then like throughout all the stuff that happened um throughout jesus's life so if you want to go through that to see how like how it correlates with the old testament you can um also let me see it says to read it says to read 108 in the bible let me see i'm trying on a time limit because i have to go to work today guys Ugh. um jesus as the son of man son of man was jesus's favorite title enabled him to claim to be the messiah without actually using the word for in jewish thinking that it it had become equated with a military deliverer who would free israel by force but jesus messiahship was not about a sword but about a cross so he preferred this um i don't know how to say it so i'll, I'll spell it e-n-i-j-g-m-a-t-i-c title one that threw together two strands of jewish thinking first it picked up the idea of humanity as frail and dependent on god like in psalm uh, chapter 8 verse 3 through 5 where son of man is used in hebrew or ezekiel ezekiel uh, chapter 2 verse 1 but second it recalled daniel's vision of someone like a son of man coming with a cloud with the clouds of heaven in daniel 7 13 who would one day come to rule in glory and power it was jesus's claim to be this figure before the high council that led before the high council that led to charge to a charge of blasphemy in matthews 26 verse 62 through 66 these two strands enabled jesus to show that he was both fully human and fully divine it was this glorious son of man whom john uh, saw in his vision whenever we struggle uh this title reminds us that jesus understands our weaknesses and has the power to deal with them Mm, because he is god he has the power to deal with them but because he is human he understands them oh that's so good okay so jesus as savior oh my lord okay jesus as savior because it's uh how much do I have to go it's okay so jesus as savior you guys already really know if you even if you don't like well no i'm not gonna say you you already know jesus as savior this is how he is the savior because as he was human he was also filling out god's work that he had to do for him and what god's will for him was not just to become a human but also to become a savior to us humans and to be a savior of god's people because he is to he is the bridge between god and us through jesus we are able to find forgiveness unconditional forgiveness and unconditional love and unconditional um well the love always was there but that unconditional forgiveness highlight like really is the reason why it's so unconditional is because of jesus because before the mosaic law was put there to be like a guardianship over us until christ it was to protect us to make sure that we were right until christ came and then when christ came 
we were that's that's our guardianship that's who we go to that's the forever and because he conquered death because he became sin himself that's is how this is how he's a savior he became him sin himself at the age of 33 he took himself on the cross he endured the most he had to carry his cross all the way and as he got taken as a prisoner he was tortured and humiliated and beaten and the worst things you can like go through like he went through and then he carried his had to carry his cross like that all weekend and broken and was getting surrounded by crowds and getting humiliated and getting continued to get bullied and humiliated and people were just yelling at him and so angry at him and if it wasn't it was also the help of Simon, another man simon who had to help him with the cross and even then on the cross he was nailed there alive and died like he like until he died and even and through that with that why did he have to go through that why would why would god put his son through that why would he put his perfect one the one that didn't make any mistakes the one that did his will that did what he wanted why would he do that because it was a part of jesus's will it wasn't to punish him it wasn't to be like oh you did all this for nothing no he was still fulfilling what god wanted him to do because suffering is a part of fulfilling what god wants you to be you can't avoid it you can't avoid it and when he suffered he did that because he took in all our sin everything that he went through that should have been us replace you i mean replace him with you and because that should have been you it shouldn't have never been him but because he loves us and because he knew what what needed to be done because he knew that we would never be able to reconcile with god without him he said i will do it i will be in your place he is a good friend he is a good great love that that's that there's i think it's in john let me see i got it 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 John fifteen thirteen. Greater love has no has no one than this to lay down to one life for one's friend. Even when he knew, hey, you're there's gonna probably be most of the world's not gonna like me, most of the world's still not gonna believe in me, most of the world's still gonna hate me, most of the world's gonna still talk about me, most of his people are still gonna sin against me, I'm gonna do it anyways. Even in the midst of him still going through people just sinning and sinning and sinning and sinning and adding to that sin and torturing and torturing, he was still willing to do it for us and be that for us. He conquered sin by becoming sin. And how he conquered sin was by conquering death. How did he conquer death? He died on the cross and then three, and then he, when, why was he, what was he doing during death? He went to heaven, conquered and did all what he needed to do in heaven and the devil and did, did all that took all the souls to that were um that had to like you know what was the word um i actually have to take a minute to explain that because i feel like that's very confusing so holy spirit help me with that later we'll go into that later but he did what he did he conquered he beat the devil and then three days, because, you know, that took some time. Three days after, he rose again from the dead. 
he was in a tomb they literally put everything they literally like was mourning him they thought like they even though he was telling he was gonna come again like i'm gonna come again they still were like no he's dead like this can't happen even his disciples like betrayed him did like lied on him you know did him dirty even though he said and showed him that he was god they still did him wrong because we're gross and human and they were just as equally gross and human too um god again god befriends sinners he doesn't befriend like perfect people and uh yeah so when he he was in the tomb and then he rose again from the grave when they went to go check on his tomb three days later it was his body was no longer there because he was no longer dead people i think for like I think it was like 40 or 50 days prior like people were like watching him they watched they saw him alive again like he was walking around like people were like actually seeing him like this wasn't some like thing like he was just he was walking around like 50 30 40 days prior before going and being ascended into the right hand of god because that's why because the reason why he had to be ascended in the right hand of god and had to leave us is because he had to make because the heavens is not even good right now you know like as you know like god's you know like uh, earth is not good like unfortunately right now heaven's not that great right now either that's why whenever the reason why he's living is like to fix that because then when he comes back he's making it better for us because when he comes back because there's a thing called his second coming when he comes back to get us that new heaven will be good because he's going to be making a new heaven and then he will be for us because he's coming for us he's going to be taking us back to that new heaven and then there's going to be a new earth but we have to leave because it's going to get bad and it's i mean it's going to get bad before we get to leave he told us and he made that very very clear to us that because the world hates me it will hate you and because it prosecutes me it's going to prosecute you until we're not in this um in a we're not in this in the way that it's like oh so perfect so amazing so great no we're in this because he wants soldiers he doesn't just want just hippies i've been saying lately god doesn't want hippies who's like just love and peace and freedom and and so like no he wants soldiers he wants people who are going to be about it who at the end is going to die for me what if your mom was against me would you sit here and be against her or would you be against me yeah because he comes in the family he's gonna be coming through the family if if this if your president sat there and said and put out a whole law and said if you praise christ you will die will you still be praising me or would you follow the law and not praising me if they sat there and we're gonna put and then put a gun into your to your head and into in your mouth and said say my god is the god or you will die or say jesus christ is not lord are you gonna do it or are you gonna die for me because that's what he wants he doesn't want no love and peace and just feel free with jesus no he wants i'm about him i'm dying for you god because you died for me period Ooh, okay my bad I'm a little crazy my bad <laughs> but that's why we like again that's why we this is why we worship him because we're not just worshiping some human we're worshiping the savior because he saved us he saved us and so let me read let me see 
here's some scripture for you some luke 19 10 first john 4 10 philippians 2 6 through 8 um and then romans 3 23 through 24 for the sake of time i'm not going to read those scripture but go read it please but i'm going to read the spiritual blessings in christ in my bible real quick one second I don't know why that's in my head. That's like embarrassing for y'all. I mean, for me. But like for y'all, because y'all have to hear it. <laughs> okay, I put actual like things so I can understand this. And then. Oh, I guess I didn't do it for this one. Okay. One, three, four, nine. I will get there. I will get there. I will get there. Oh, maybe I'll get there. I'm gonna have to be rushing. But it's okay. Who cares? Wait, what? Why did I put that? Did I put the wrong thing? Or am I looking at it wrong? One, three, four, nine. Oh. <laughs> it's in front of my face. My bad, guys. Okay. Spiritual blessing in Christ. Wait, my computer went off and I want to make sure that it's still recording because otherwise it's embarrassing. Okay, it is. Paul said that because we are united with Christ, we have every spiritual blessing. Yeah, read Ephesians um, chapter chapter 1 verse 3 through 14. It's really good. Um, we are united with Christ. We have every spiritual blessing. This is so important to note because many Christians today go blessing hunting thinking that this is that this exists or that or that meaning um sorry thinking that this experience or that meaning will provide what they feel is lacking but paul said that we already have everything we need to lead the lives that please god paul listed some of the blessings in verses 3 through 14 as one long sentence in greek reflecting how excited paul got by this these blessings include the following which is election which meaning which means god chose us even before he made the world the world sanctification god's destiny is for us to be holy adoption god brings god brings us into his family redemption god purchased purchased our family by the blood of jesus god i'm uh, sorry forgiveness god forgives and frees us through christ's death kindness god's kind love has been showered upon us upon us Re revelation god has revealed his plan to us inheritance god has god's as god's children we receive his family blessings and in, and then lastly in dwelling god gives his spirit as his guarantee of our salvation if this does not cause a sorry if this does not cause us like paul to get carried away and pray and praise god we yet to have begun to understand and experience what god has done for us wow that was good <laughs> that was good we are you know what's so cool too that with the election with the sanctification and all that stuff like with when you get into the church um like the catholic church like you are a part of the elect and like you get sanctified and it's like really cool and it's like oh cool like so when i hear that i was like oh, i was part of the elect and then like it made me get more closer to christ and grow closer and i just love that because a lot of people think that like the church does not correlate with christ but like it's all 
correlated with christ it's like the exact opposite which is crazy um okay so that is how he's our savior and how he is our friend i might start like talking a little bit faster because i am getting a little bit um limited with time but how jesus is our friend he's our friend because of what i said in john 15 i believe 13 that he died for us because he loved us and if he's willing to die for us because of his love for us when we didn't even show him what we should have shown him what we should show him as love if he's still willing to do that because he would do it all over again if he could for you we are to do the same for him and we are to be that friend to him and and how do we grow that friendship with him you grow that friendship with him through first you have to repent everything that you have done that has wronged god's way and will and word you have to repent for it and repenting has a grieving and it's a grief it's a sorrow it's a deep just a contrite broken heart and then you confess worldly worldly speak it out confess to jesus tell him what you've done tell him your wrongs and then ask for forgiveness and because jesus died on the cross for you that forgiveness will be given automatically because he forgived you for your he forgived you when he died on the cross if you're catholic you are to go to confession to do your confessing because we know as catholics what that means for us and we know the type of in not in just not only inwardly but outwardly things that it does to us and our flesh is so amazing and so boldly that we cannot miss the opportunity to to um take advantage of the confession time that is carved out for us at our, our in our parish and so if you're catholic go to confession if you're not catholic because you don't believe in that confess be in prayer and confess to him world if worldly um through your words and then forgive seek for forgiveness and then once you do that obviously that doesn't begin this best friend like this real i mean it starts his relationship with you but you might not necessarily start your relationship with him and how to continuously keep that relationship is alive is through constant prayer constant constant prayer and reading the word and how you get in prayer and how you get deep in prayer and deep in the word is by getting deep um deep in the holy spirit and i'll explain the holy spirit in next episode in more detail but the holy spirit is your guide or an advocate on on both behalf of you and jesus and it and it's the love between um god and jesus and it it, it fills it fills you up it's the reason why i'm able to explain things to you the way i am it's the reason that you're able to stop your human flesh from doing the things that it wants to do and and subject and sorry submit it to god and be with god and and realize how much you are useless without him and you have to have a relationship with the holy spirit and be in tuned and be connected with the holy spirit in order for you to be connected to prayer and the word because then prayer will might seem like a forced thing or it might not even seem like it's even happening or working but when you have the spirit and the spirit moves with you and through you and in you and and helps you transform your eyes and your ears and your mouth and your in your mind you will see it and it works and, and through that prayer you'll start seeing in your daily life how god answers you and how and you'll and through that 
answering and seeing it through the and you know because you know you talk to him it'll start building that trust and when you build that trust you just grow deeper and deeper into this relationship with him to where you want to serve him and you have to serve him in his kingdom you have to serve out serve his people do your part because not we're not just here to take a place and sit and and just watch um wow if you're a catholic the sacrifice to happen or if you're a protestant just watch the preacher preach no we're there to do and to build and to grow and to spread the gospel and so you are to do that and you can only do that when you have a friendship with christ because the friendship with christ moves you it brings you closer to your destiny it it, the church is 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 um jesus's bridegroom it's his wife and you can't really fall in love with his and understand how how much he is about his wife and how much um protection she needs if you don't have a friendship with jesus and understand that and so you have to have that and you have to build that and again the holy spirit helps you with that um let's see let's go to let's see what john 15 14 says real fast because at first i wasn't gonna read it but like let's just see because i didn't want to take up time but the word's always good always does its part it says in john 15 14 you are my friends you are my friends if you do what i command i no longer call you slaves because a master does not confine in his slaves now you are my friends since i have told you everything the father told me you didn't choose me i chose you i appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the father will give you whatever you ask for using my name this is my command love each other wow he said you are my friend you didn't choose me i chose you Mm, yeah that's good and also um read matthew eleven twenty eight and read first john um one nineteen as well but wow that's so good wow sorry but yes you have to build that relationship with jesus jesus yearns for you jesus wants you jesus cares for you jesus wants to move with you and move through you and move for you and if and you have to move for him you have to move through him you have to move with him as well and so you just can't do this on your own have your friend and he is a friend of sinners just because you're all messy with sin and you did your you keep going into it keep going back to him keep going back to him keep going back to him all dirty all gross all human keep going back to him because he will transform you and he will guide you because you cannot be, be in a friendship with jesus and not be transformed it's i read a thing that said it's like trying to go in the ocean and not expecting to get wet you are going to be transformed when you have a relationship with jesus change is bound to come because he doesn't you don't just hang out with jesus and he just hangs out with you just for the benefit jesus comes he's intentional he moves he's gonna have a purpose when he walks he ain't just coming to come and just to just fill a space no he wants to move and he will move you but you have to let him in and you have to build that relationship with him pray confess repent ask for forgiveness be in the word do these things and he will move through you i promise you he will move with you and you will be so in love with life and lastly um before i'm done is he is the judger 
this is the role that I feel like people less take seriously because we don't want to think about it too much because we have to think about death and us human beings don't want to think about death and when we don't want to think because we don't want to think think about death we grow ignorant and we go naive and we because we don't we think that we start thinking things like oh jesus knows my heart while we still do our sin or we say oh but jesus really just knows a true me or or jesus is or we start thinking of him as a hippie and start just thinking that oh but jesus will just um we start we start thinking that just because jesus loves us unconditionally jesus will accept us unconditionally and that's just simply not true jesus loves us all the all the time always we know that from romans 8 where he says that there is nothing that can separate us from god's love nothing and that means your sin but he does not accept everybody that would be that would contradict his word how would there be a place how would there be a heaven and a hell if he sits there and accepts everybody no he will not accept all that you do he will love you through all that you do but he will not accept all that you do that's why god changes you that's why you can't have a relationship and keep doing sin and being in sin no you have to change and so he doesn't accept all and sin still exists he conquered sin but it still exists he conquered evil but it still exists he conquered death but it still exists and there's a thing that comes after death and that is the judge that is the day where we will sit in front of him and we will be judged for everything that we did in all aspects of our life all the wrongs all the rights we will be judged for it and in the sense of because let me explain this again because then you're like wait how am i supposed to ask for forgiveness and can and and do all this and believe that he forgave me for all my sins if he's gonna sit there and and uh and have a list of everything that i did wrong and everything i did right that's not what he's doing he's not gonna sit here and have a list of everything that you did wrong and everything that you did uh right and and condemn you for all that of all that because that that doesn't make sense of why would we seek his forgiveness and seek him if and seek this relationship if he's just gonna judge us for it anyways what would be the point of his death then right but the things is that the things that he's gonna judge us for the list that he is gonna have for us that's gonna list the rights or the wrongs is what we did for his kingdom what we did for his people and if he in and does he know us in that relation and what we did with like our relationship with him those are the things he's gonna judge us for if those areas in your life if you're not if you're not um if you're not treating his people right you need to start doing better and you need to start forgiving you need to stop judging you need to start putting yourself in a position to where you can be able to be more generous and less selfish and if it's because and if you haven't been treating his kingdom right you haven't been serving his kingdom you haven't even been going you haven't been trying to even give it a thought you've been thinking that you need to be perfect before you even go or you've just been just putting it on the back end you need to start getting into his kingdom you need to get plugged in if you are a church goer and been there for a minute you know that's your home and you know that's where god is and moving you towards you need to start doing your part for them and for his people and for his kingdom if it's because you're not because he doesn't know you because you don't sit there and go to him during prayer go to him during your hard times going to him in your good times going to him in the times where you're just struggling in in your wilderness and in your walk and in your suffering that's how he knows you is if you will constantly have him in those that daily walk with him he should know you always it shouldn't be something oh you only called me whenever i only knew you when you were desperate i only knew you when you were living good 
but I didn't know you in like in all other areas in all times and he has to know you in all times and that's where that uh, knowing you is that relationship that friendship and so that's how he's gonna judge you and how you judge others also yeah how you judge others is how he judges you how you forgive others is how he forgives you and so we're all gonna have to sit in that place of what did we do for his people what did we do for his kingdom did we do his will did we um did we build a relationship with him those are the things that he's gonna judge us for not all the mistakes that we made because we already made mistakes but it's the it's the things that we did it's the things that we did to taint those four questions i just asked those are the things he's gonna judge us for those are the things he's gonna hold us accountable for because they separated our relationship with him so that's what we will be judged for because why wouldn't we it's not to sit, it's not a time for him to just laugh in our face and humiliate us. No, it's a time to sit there and be faced with reality. And the reality is, is we're going to die and we're going to have to be judged. And so we have to face that, but we don't want to face death. Because facing death will also make you face your truth of where you are in your life. And we don't want to face truth right now. But we got to. We have to. Okay, I'm going to end it there. I feel like that's good. You could read Ephesians uh, 1, 20, uh, chapter 1. Uh, wait, what? Sorry. Matthew chapter 7, verse 15, and Matthew 6, um, verses 14 through 15 for that one. But my question to you is, does Jesus know you? And my assignment for you is to spend 5 to 10 minutes, and I want you to spend time praying with jesus and and just building that whether that's a time where you're just having to cry to him because it's been so long or maybe cry to him because it's you made a mistake again or whatever it may be be for five to ten minutes and if you can't spend five to ten minutes with jesus there's something wrong with that you don't have a life then you don't have a life for jesus then and you need to spend some time with jesus so just spend some time with him okay let me pray and then we're gonna be done in the father Oh, and I'll see you not this Thursday, but next. Well, I'll see you next week then, next Wednesday, because I won't be posting an episode for Unveil. If I end up really liking it and it ends up going well, I probably will end up posting every Thursday. But for right now, it's just every other Tuesday because that's kind of where I can hold myself accountable right now. Because I don't, I don't want to hold myself over accountable because I do have a YouTube channel um, that I have to keep, um, you know, be consistent in as well. So, and a job as well so you know i got a lot of things on my plate so let's pray in the name of the father son and the holy spirit hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee blessed are thou amongst women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death amen thank you father thank you father for this wonderful episode because oh it's so much more better and so much more good and so much so you this is what you wanted me to say about you this is what you wanted me to say talk about you and how you wanted me to speak about you and i'm so blessed that i just got out of my flesh and got out of my own way and just sat here and resubmitted myself into you and who you are and i just thank you father for that thank you you're good good god and you answer you you really do answer um, I would ask the Father that everything that I say just seep into the hearts and souls of 
in the minds of your children father that they just go in and knowing that this is jesus that in episode one this is god this is jesus and that they just know who you are at your truest core you are love 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 and you are desiring them and you save them and you want them but you also are a person that's going to hold them accountable and that's that should be a good thing not a bad thing because we want to be held accountable we don't want to be just in our sin just acting oblivious and just doing what we want we want to do what you want and do your will because that's when things are done that's when that's when things go our way truly go our way and so thank you father protect us as as we go into this week ahead and in jesus name amen glory be to the father to the son and to the holy spirit as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen bye guys see you next wednesday